Hotcakes of a Cool Kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information. Welcome to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. I'm Frankie Tees. Suicide Programming. What is it and how is it applied to adult children of cults? In situations that are high control groups, whether they be religious, work-related, family, military, or otherwise. The child is often very neglected. The child can also be exploited, put to work, sex trafficked, and used in a myriad of ways. This is going to be my personal hot take, but only a few interjections about my personal experience. Just a dab where needed. If you do not know, I almost died to suicide in 2014. I first thought of it at City College during my failure there. That was only a couple years after I left the cult. This is the basis for today's essay. That's my source. In religious or other groups, leading up to this suicide programming is the apocalypticism. We're surrounded by it. Now follow me here. When you doomsday people, you tuck everything neatly into a quote, we're all going to die, so what does long-term thinking matter? Ideology. First, get you talking about death all the time. Every other word. I mean this. You can reflect on sermons if you were in a house of worship in the Christian or Muslim persuasion, Judaism, Nation of Islam, or other large organized religions. There's a constant talk about death and dying. That's called doomsday. Some go as far to set a date for heightened effect. That motivates the hell out of people when they think they're going to die. What good is money and what good are all these possessions if the world is going to end? Using critical thinking, you see the road that this thinking follows. Next step, give up everything, and I do mean everything, and come join us. Move into our commune, church, area, apartment near the main temple, etc., and devote your life to the cause. The cause may vary. Save the world, clear the planet. In the case of Scientology, ascend, attain ascension to a spaceship. Yeah, seriously. That's the go-to for New Age religion, which is one of the most dangerous beliefs I've ever seen on the planet. All these causes are supreme. You're a chosen one to involve yourself in it and answer the calling. Give us your time, family, money, investments, hard assets to cover the money, or to use on-premise. We'll save you. Trust in the process. Trust the leader, master, guru, God, Jesus reincarnate. That hook can last 10 years or decades for each person. Eventually, most of us become disillusioned, but some never do. Now, how does the child get influenced here? Well, let's help you raise your sin-free, pure children into the way of our vision, etc., the parent then gives the leader all access to the children. They're raised in the group. The intent here, let's be perfectly clear, 
how we are leading up to the suicide programming, the intent is to break the bond of child to the parent completely, destroy it. The voices of authority are now the clergy and the church, the master, the leaders and the counselors as you're assigned. Those are the booming authorities you must listen to as a young person. Gee, what could go wrong there? During this exposure, this is where long-term priests and mentors have access to children to molest and shape their first sexual experiences. They collect virgins. They rape and enslave young people mentally and eventually tear them apart from their family. Trafficking, labor abuses, sex, and rape with pain that lasts a lifetime or that young person who got cornered before they knew anything. It's a setup. It's set up that way. When the coach, guru, or clergy has that much power with the child, there are then things that happen which the child should never experience. Yes, sexual abuse, forced labor. A child doesn't say no. They are volunteering at their church. A soldier's family doesn't say no. They are on the team, the club, in it to support the career of their parent in charge. The structure is dominant. The child has very little value until older and must be compliant. This could even involve a very unstable many years for the child, moving around even to different countries. You get people to do things by getting them to believe things first. Whatever that super important mission is that got the parent recruited in the first place is continually held over their head to get things done. The child then is raised in an atmosphere where apocalypticism is constantly taking place in no uncertain terms. Death, hell, being turned into an atom, going to the dark side, instant karma are threats spoken of often with vigor. Fear is vital in compliance. Visualizing what will happen if you leave is a constant death talk. I remember that very well. If you leave the church, you leave God. If you sin, you go to hell. Do not go against the will of God, the Holy Father, the Trinity, which is whatever I, the leader, say it is, or the interpretation of the Quran, the Bible, and all other books. I thought of dying as in the shelf of California was going to drop into the ocean in a large earthquake. In the 80s and 90s, the Cold War would escalate with Russia to nuclear and so on. But not until I left the church did I think about suicide. More on that in a minute. The child then comes to a realization at some point that this isn't the life they want. And they leave as they come of age. A lot of people born in do this. And people who go as adolescents leave, such as myself. It'll hit you that you do not belong and it was all a lie. And then you leave with some version of that. Your idea is that the apocalypse is coming and I'm in the right place until it keeps not happening. When you leave, you get a shock. 
Am I right, Cold Kid listeners out there? And thank you for listening, too. The Cold Kid doesn't know they have been programmed to die or how. For my case, there's no doubt I was hypnotized and drugged when I had to be brought back to consciousness with smelling salts on more than one occasion. When were we programmed and how? You find out when you start thinking about what happened. You then really, really find out when you consider speaking out. It can even be the first time you tell your parent. Like me, I had not said anything to my parent about the sex abuse in the church until I was older. It was during age 14 to 22, and I think I told my mom in Las Vegas in 2014, so I would have been in my 40s. And I was set off by a random article, someone just like me. A national article can't remember the outlet right now. A man had been a boy at a wedding, a Catholic wedding, and he was raped by a priest there. He said he sued and spoke out because he just couldn't be silent anymore. That's what happened to me. It wasn't like a choice. It was like a wall I hit in life. Not one more step until you face this truth. I had avoided talking about it, and I had avoided thinking about it. I wanted to avoid it. This confrontation was life-changing. It isn't a good feeling to feel this pressure that a group of people want you to die. In 2014, I thought that was a solution. I'd been invisibly pushed to that point by a non-visible hand, one that had perhaps controlled my life for some time. I was involved in a cult which had criminal activity. I wasn't knowingly involved in criminal activity except as a victim. Many people who are mistreated as children, sex trafficked, and abused are silenced in similar ways around the world today and through time. This is nothing new. The uncle that makes sure his victim never talks. It can be with subtle intimidation or it can be preventing you from making friends, romance, keeping you from getting an advancement at your job, and many other interferences. Anything can be bought, but the suicide programming in our own heads is dark, so dark. It's the horrific idea that the person that walked away from their captor is worthless for doing so, because their only purpose was to sexually satisfy the captor, the leader, to, when they get too old, help traffic others into similar positions, and a general setup that has been oh too common now that I've looked into how these groups operate. Some of these self-help groups focus on adults. Others with religion involved often use God or Jesus to touch the kids, and they touch the kids in all ways possible. It's a full molestation. It's mental. It's physical. It's emotional. It's self-worth. They get in your head and program you that your only purpose in life is to serve them. While the slate is clean, they write on your chalkboard before anyone else has a chance to. This type of thing is what millions of us are dealing with. Now, I haven't even gotten into the fact that suicide programming is in everything we hear, touch, and see. The idea that it's cool and the best option is out here and clearly it's good for capitalism 
if people with debt die. Next, yeah, this is the dark side of things, very. I even read a ghastly rumor that once some of these groups know you wanted to die in an incident that they play odds on you when you will try again. Trafficking is about reducing people to payouts. The value of that human is in dollars and pounds. When they become a threat to business as usual and the fog clears up, they are like every other witness to a crime, in danger of being eliminated as a threat to business. I mean money, a money train, a huge industry of occult, as in unseen, exchanges. If you speak up, you might as well die. It's as simple as that. Do our job for us and kill yourself. And here's my pitch. Examine in your daily life the idea of suicide popping up like it's so normal. It's not. People should not want to die. Our world should not. Our environment should not encourage our untimely death. It's been a battle realizing this was always the plan for me, that I and others are seen as worthless once we leave the design of our abusers. Okay, then, if you don't comply, you must die. They wish death upon us, and some of you can witness this from Morningland at the time of departure. There was never any civility at departures. It was nasty and threatening. This is normal in cults, and it lasts a lifetime. This year, I can name two people who took their lives after being children who were abused in a cult. And may they rest in peace. One is a woman from La Luz de Mundo and one a man from Children of God. Both groups have heinous treatment of kids and sexual abuse is embedded and normalized into their doctrine. If regular folks do not yet understand, when you tear a child apart from the inside so young, then ignore them and tell them that you do not want to hear about what happened to them. There's no place for that and there's no place for them. You are, as a society, participating in a suicide death wish. It's just wrong. There is no horror greater than that that's gone on for generations in religion and other groups to the children. The only way for this suicide programming to be broken, I believe, is to talk about it. Remove the stigma of the word and speak freely and openly about how it's the wrong decision. It's only there for the convenience of a few. Suicide is not really what anyone wants. They want to live and do not see a path to doing so. The neuroprogramming to die has to be recognized in music, literature, film, and rejected. Once you start looking, you will be shocked at how much messaging is that you need to die. It's extremely normalized. And that is a message from all nations comply or die to their people. Cults simply display it on a smaller scale. Reject the suicide programming. No matter how limited life is worth living, everything is worth trying that you find of value. Being a human is still of value, despite popular beliefs that we are no longer relevant. Oh, but we are. Please stay.
Thanks for listening to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. And always keep critical thinking, especially to reject suicide. Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information.